Buenos dias, hello and welcome from Jose and Roberto on Talking Tough today. We are from, from Barcelona. Roberto, it's quite Spanish names if we if you just amend it slightly. And you had uh, Jose was your your uh, Hunt's post name, wasn't it? Well, they, first they got it right. Yeah, got ever it wrong. bit of fame, and they called me Jose. <laughs> Just switched an S for an E and <laughs> something like that. Anyway, I mean, yeah, they must have known that I can't spell. It's, pro- it's probably I sent in my own name wrong. They probably actually asked for the spelling of our names correctly at the Hunts Post, and I sent in Jose. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was obviously switched to H for the E. Yeah, not my proudest moment, but you know. Yeah, so that's in print. We've got it up on the on the wall, actually, in the unit. Beautiful. Um, but talking about success. Not to say we're really successful yet. Hopefully, uh, we're going to get there. But what we've come from our small unit. I think unit, if you called Jose in the Hunts Post, you've made it. I think <laughs> that is probably what I said. But from that small unit, I think actually we're making making steps towards things, and that's what it takes. Obviously, time to to sort of put the graft in and, and get where you want to get to. Or well, yeah, we're on the way. But what a lot that's, of people that's, think that's the first, that's, um, that's saying like. The, the small unit was our first step. It's not, is it? Like, it's there's true. loads I mean, the first of rubbish you do before you, that, right? Yeah, you've got to obviously learn a little bit about... Uh, a little bit about fitness. About fitness, yeah. <laughs> Whether it's a passion or yeah, you just do it as a hobby, you've got to get some sort of uh, education you, in there and put some effort into it. You put serious hours, man hours, into things like, you know, uh, as you say, a learning, your sort of trade, whatever it may be, and then trying to get people to know who you are and you're not just a random guy in a pair of shorts and whatever else you've got, like your first pair of sort of Nike fitness shoes rather than just your Nike Airs or whatever. And yeah, it's like just... his t-shirt going. Well. To show off your... Always wear t-shirts and never change that, to be honest. Yeah, so, but, but you do, you put in these things and then you end, but they're like, they're all sort of steps, aren't they, to, to trying to get to something. I mean, when you first started as a, as a trainer, what, what was kind of your vision, like vision? Such. Um, Why did you become a trainer? Why did you? That's a big question. Yeah, it was. It's always from. It's from the sort of passion to to enjoy training people or training myself really, and then into helping other people because you you see people who have got a want to get fitter and look better or whatever it may be or perform better for sports and. They just don't know the best way, but if you know the way, why why are you holding it back? Why not teach them, show them the way? Yeah, definitely. That's um, it's this why you usually started coaching football, isn't it? To help the kids get better. Well, that um, and I got to uh, got the opportunity to go away abroad and run like about a, in a pair of shorts. Star, and, like, <laughs> in a pair of shorts. No, I think my biggest thing was because obviously when I first started coaching football, that was in England, and as you can imagine, that's. Yeah, you may be in a pair of shorts, but you're actually getting chucked down with rain in muddy, you know, conditions with no offence to the children that I coach, but a lot of kids are whinging and whining. But actually, there was such a passion to try and, like, make them better or try and help them. And when you actually saw whoever it be, little Timmy or whatever, being able to pass a ball rather than just run around and pick it up with his hands every five seconds... It is. There's something as like... As he's on the rugby pitch. Kind of <laughs> yeah. like, well, then I realised I was coaching the wrong sport. Yeah. <laughs> Turn up to the wrong place again. But <laughs> it, it's, it's unreal. Like The things like that, that's where I think my biggest passion, and if I'm really honest, it kind of, yeah, went into fitness because, yeah, I loved fitness. 
I did that. I loved coaching football, though. You know, I loved... There's a big part of me that really, truly loves... Um, sounds mega cheesier, but like obviously helping people, but also interacting with people and having that sort of social aspect to it as well. Um, so, yeah, purely selfish of me to get into personal training, really. But um, absolutely loved doing what I did with like and seeing progression with people like as I say kind of with, like you know like with ourselves you know you, you progress don't you by learning and and from others and doing things and when you can actually be the person to teach someone something or help someone with something and guide them I don't think there's much else that compares to that sort of thing really yeah. so that's probably why I did get into it originally sort of thing and but, to, yeah and to actually uh get any degree of success you've got to feel like you're you're getting people certain results they want sure um but if we're talking about success and people working on their own for instance if they're or even if they're not and if we're helping them but actually they want to feel like they're successful in their efforts of fit you know improving their fitness or weight loss or whatever their goals are then what what do you think a good benchmark to to deem that success is is because a lot of the, like we said about last podcast about um, social media, Instagram pressures and things about people not being successful because they're not like so-and-so or whatever it may be or the people they always see day in, day out. Actually, when you think about it, could they be successful? Could they be wealthy such um, in their life right now where they're just not seeing it? Yeah, I think you're 100% right there. So even like I think the early days of probably when I decided that I had to get slightly technical and get a Facebook or a, or an Instagram or whatever else it was, success didn't, like, if I said the word success to me, a younger me, should I say, 10 years ago, how it, success to me was money. Cash in your pocket. Yeah, it was like, money. it was like people who had fast cars, big houses, the best watch. You saw that, you always had that mate who was like, or the person you knew who was like, oh, he's, had, he's got the latest uh, BMW, whatever, and he's always yeah. got flash label brands on and stuff and and I was too tight to buy a second hand <laughs> version of it yeah. so it was like then, oh, I wanted to be that that person because I thought that's what yeah. someone successful looks like as such like you're saying related to that the 1980s model of success of the the fellow in his uh, polishing his four cars outside his mini mansion but actually is that now what we call as someone who's wealthy or is it more time and and actual experiences Deem you wealthy. So imagine it's a person who's got a great loving family that they you know, they can spend time with, go away abroad or whatever, or even just in our country, um, but have that quality time with them and have free time to do that or enjoy stuff they want to do. Maybe you know, go out in the outdoors whenever they want, not be tied down to a job they hate. Is that more wealthy and successful than yeah, someone who's definitely. living a lie as such and show trying to show off too much? A hundred percent, yeah, and I think that stuff. I can be really honest. I, I mean, I can say from people like I've even grown up around them, bits and bobs like that, and that's, you know, no offence to them again. I'm just trying to offend everyone on this podcast. But, uh, so that's it, saying anyone's listening. Oh, yeah, it's no Jose. It's Jose. No one's going to Jose is very, very, very upsetting people. Is that is that <laughs> still Spanish? No? All right. But, anyway, he, Jose, his friends and that, and, but, you know, he's seen that actually like you can have those things but then you've got like a lot of stress potentially that goes with that and then with that stress and you know that can actually bring like illness and then bad health 
So yeah, all right, you might be driving about in a nice car and things, for instance, but if you've not, as you say, if, you, if you're stressed out, you're not seeing your family, and your potentially health's going downhill, then it's not a lot of cop having a nice car, really, because if you can't drive around there because you're in hospital 10 years down the line through those issues, then it's not really ideal. So I think that's a, a, a huge a huge thing. So when we like talk about success and, you know, as I say, like going back to where we, we're at now, I mean, there, you know, there's, we're, we're smashing out some, some hours. Don't get us wrong. Like, you know, and, and you have to do that. And there's times where, don't get me wrong, you get tired and you feel wrecked. And you do, you ask yourself, don't you? You're a bit like, are we, are we moving forward? Are we getting there? And the only way we can do that is by having that sort of measurement, because you were saying about measuring, like how do you see whether you've been successful moving forwards? You have that sort of measurement to look to look back on. And you look back over the years, and as you say, you started off working for someone else, doing, like, I honestly can happily say I did over 70 hours in one week for multiple weeks, and was not, you know, to say still living with parents, not earning a great deal. Um, but you do those, and that's building a platform. And I'm not saying everyone has to do that, right? But you build that platform and you build up and you build up and you build up. And then, as you say, you may move into different areas of like things. Because like, right now, let's be honest, like face-to-face coaching hours, you're probably doing maybe half of what you did previously. But you're working serious hours behind the scenes. Um, and even I'm doing more behind the scenes than, than I've ever done, sort of thing. And that doesn't mean like, you know, but people might not see that, right? Yeah, well, it's just a change of focus as well, obviously, and yeah. different tasks that uh, that come up. But yeah. But, and I think that that's what you've got to look at is you're doing that because the, the longer term goal or target for us to be successful or yourself to be successful or however you want or the business to be successful is if you kept going in the same way, doing the same thing, then you'd never stepped away. You never changed the stimulus as such, like with training, right? So if, if like you're like, right, I'm doing really well. I've hit this this part of my, my fitness. I'm doing great. But then you just keep doing the same things you've always done. So you're still doing the same hit sessions you've done for the last year or two. And you've not changed or tried to adapt anything or do anything that's taking you a step closer by, I don't know, adding, say, a resistance to that sort of style of training. Or, you know, as you say, with a business, you're having to take a slightly step in a different direction, but still move us forward and having slightly different focuses. And I think that's a big thing for people. It's like, you've got to have some sort of pathway as such. And yeah, it may have to change direction slightly to, to move you forwards. But having that direction, you, you're, you're much, you know, much better driven to, to get there sort of thing. Yeah, when in the fitness world, I suppose if you look at it as a, from a health and fitness perspective, if you don't keep changing the stimulus, your body will adapt to that and get used to. If you did the same training session day in day out, um, there'd be a time where it would no longer become hard to do that, and your body would just you go through it and you actually would make no changes as such. So there's got to be a, yeah, you've got to move with the the times as it were and just try and adapt and keep pushing forwards to to get that progress um but like saying back back again uh, again i think one or two podcasts back about comparing yourself to other people why uh, their their vision their their goal will be completely different to yours so why why do that why actually think well i'm not successful yet i've 
that person's like whatever they are you know, they, they're in that shape or whatever why aren't I like that and kind of give up and we were saying about being in February now and people um, maybe they are they maybe they'd start straight after January after New Year in January or maybe they they left it a few weeks and they're four or five weeks in and things are starting to slow down and plateau but they're thinking about well maybe not making as good of gains as I, I was this is when the drop-off happens why not um well it's key obviously now to to look at the next step forward so why not have a bit of a reset next step being you know right refocus on something even if it means accepting that you're not going to make as big a change in the first uh, as you did in the first four to six weeks over the next four to six weeks but the next four to six weeks after that down the line is when if you stay consistent over this next period of time is when the bigger shift happens do you think that people get like disheartened by that do you think that's where the big that's why people sort of probably no offense but fail right there's people that fail one of the biggest reasons why that happens is because they see the, the, the slowdown of the progress and in their mind the, the hard work still will continue, but they get don't get as much back from it for putting that hard work in. So that yeah. if you look at a um, a graph of if, imagine if someone put in the the progress, the effort, sorry, throughout the whole year, and the progress would look like it's hard to draw on a podcast. Obviously, hard for you to visualize this, but it would peak up and down across the year. But you may start if it was weight loss, for instance, you may start at 80 kilos but you may plateau a few times throughout that year you may you may uh, even gain weight slightly if you were to continue exercising and eating well and this that and the other that, that requires obviously whatever required for your your particular goal at the end of the year you might be 10 kilos lighter for instance and that progress across a year looks amazing but if you were to break down any one month there might be a whole month or two in July, August, where you've made no changes whatsoever. Imagine if you looked at that month and thought, this is useless, it's not working, I might as well give up now. But then September was a great month and it dropped off like two kilos. But you didn't know because you stopped before that month started. Yeah, and I, and I think for, as well, if you look, so if you're smart, right, and you look to times of the years, there's, you've got to understand there's going to be times where you can achieve more than others, okay? I believe, anyway. Oh, yeah. Did, I think there's, like, like certain times of the years that are mega stressful for certain people. So, like, say if you're a parent, for instance, and you've got two or three young kids or, you know, kids are at school and then summer holidays comes. Yeah, that is a killer for you. Like, people, we know like, that. They, we've just had half term. With, yeah. Just had half term. That's one week. And I can tell you the amount of craziness in my clients sort of uh, struggles it's just gone through the roof they're like mm. oh well, I couldn't do that because I had this and then, uh, and then Jimmy was doing backflips at, uh, at the one leisure and they're like I couldn't do, eat that so I had to have a sausage roll and it's like well whoa whoa why did you not have some sort of control on this you knew this was coming right but then I sit back and I go, well, actually, no, I don't know how that is because I've not got Jimmy doing backflips. Yeah. So for me, it's quite it's quite nice because I can kind of keep a consistency with the way things go. Yeah. I kind of have a track on that. But you chuck other factors into the gig, then you know there's going to be times that are good or, should I say, easier and sometimes that are going to be harder. So don't beat yourself up that you've had a holiday. Crikey. You know, you've been on holiday. Oh, I was terrible. 
Yeah. You know, like okay, fine. Wagon or whatever. Yeah. Like you know what? You've not you've you've not ruined everything for that week or two or however long it is. But mind you, in saying that, if you've got six weeks or two weeks of holidays and stuff coming up, where you if you are in the UK or at home and stuff, then all right, just half plan for it if you can a little bit, get some sort of grip to it. You know, you know there are things that you can be doing. Don't be like, oh, kids' holidays, switch off mode. Get the girls around and the guys around. We'll have the drinks early doors because the kids will be playing, and I'll do that. You know, four nights instead of one night of the week now because we don't have school in the morning or whatever it may be. You know that. You know, you've got to realise that if you're going to do that, that you are taking yourself a step closer to your goal. Um, but in terms of like, as I say, if you're trying to achieve something and be successful, having that that way you've you just said going in that long term direction, you, you're killing it. I think as well, what's more important though about this whole podcast is you were talking about the 1980s man, and I well, think you yeah, just the successful, wealthy. Uh, well, no, just more to the point I mean, that you were probably spending more time in that doesn't have to that be time. Man, but, but you did say man, didn't you? Did you? Um, did you say successful? I said there was a fella polishing his cars outside. His Seems garage. like that would be. It. I wouldn't uh, call him a mini fella. mansion. Yeah, <laughs> his mini man. mansion. Seems quite like you've gone for the guy, um, but I'm thinking of probably more so like. Films that I've seen, you know, a Hawaiian shirt, you know, I don't know <laughs> old school Ferraris and stuff and Lambos outside this big sort of pillar doorway into a mansion. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Probably. Yeah, no, okay. So thought of maybe like Hollywood Hills type style house and then probably yeah, seen a movie that that's from. That's why I'm getting it from, maybe. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I think that's, I think that's <laughs> the yeah, thing, anyway, though, is so, that um, we've got to look at now is what... Or, no, I've got the phrase, your health is your wealth. That is what Suzanne's father always said to me. Like, even from the first day, your health is your wealth. And I, I kind from... of... Well, he's Irish. Okay, is that... Just because okay. that... I know we're in Spanish version today, so... Oh, no, no, he Just to clarify you for the obviously listeners. could tell from my but voice. But they don't know, yeah. Well, okay, cool. Yeah. So, your health is your wealth. And remember that. I think that, for me, really was a really cool thing, because it was, A, it rhymed... But B, the fact that I truly believe that, you know, and I, I'm going to stick with that because um, I think if I can be healthier for longer, uh, then happy days. Um, it's, it's one of those things. But, you know, if, if I find that I'm concentrating on other things, if I'm going to get stressed out by trying to make more money and doing things, at the end of the day, I'm probably in the wrong gig to start with because, uh, I, you know, I'd rather be running around in a pair of shorts and having a laugh day to day. Um, but making people get a step closer to things. So, um, yeah, have your target. Keep your health because at the end of the day, I, I think that's truly, you know, your money's no good to anyone if you if you can't do anything with it or, or be mobile or happy with your family, right? Well, if you've got a load of materialistic things that you can't take with you, what, what you know, your kids are just going to sell them on for cheap because <laughs> what are they going to be worth when you're gone? Yeah, but they're not going to want them, are they? They're going to want experiences they can remember and... Uh, I think nowadays, though, as in the last, say, three years or so, health and fitness has kicked off massively because of the help of social media and stuff. But people are much more aware. There's a lot more marketing around healthier foods and options available. So there's not a better time to be wealthy with your health, really, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. Um, And that's it. So I think, yeah, let's, let's, let's look at... I think the big take home point today is look at what you truly value and that for me is really 
my health and that's why I invested into my health and that's why when I decide not to eat you know stupid amounts of rubbish all day long every day and that's why I choose to exercise uh, on a regular basis sometimes put it before other things and sometimes it does maybe restrict what people would call fun but actually it's not like I, I get a good balance I'd say but my my priority would be my health in those things and, and, and I just think that if everyone could look at what their priority is there's no point saying your priority is your health and your family if you're actually not looking after yourself and you're going to work day in day out stressing over other things not spending time with your family it's all well good saying that's your priority well that's what you value but it's a load of crap because if you're not spending time with them yeah. and you're not looking after your health then i question whether that is truly what you value in life that's pretty it's pretty bold right but yeah. ask yourself i reckon that's something to ask yourself right what do you really value because it's probably what you do the most is what you value a lot of the time. I know we've got to earn a month, uh, you know, earn, earn a living, but to an extent, you know, if you can really, really look at your life and go, what do I truly care about? Try and put those things first a little bit. And if it means spending more time with your family or watching your kids grow up or even, you know, meeting your grandchildren or watching them grow up, right? Then you better look after your health because that's the only thing that can give you that opportunity. No money in the world can do You've that. You've got control right? of that, right? Haven't you? So, yeah. Really, well, I mean, I know the things crop up that put people on the back foot that they're not expecting, but you have got, to a degree, control of how your future Give is. yourself the best chance, right? Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, you say yeah. there's some things that might jump up on you, which aren't ideal. No. But if you're, if you're sending yourself down a swanee to begin with by chucking loads of rubbish down your neck, booze, all that sort of stuff, stressing yourself to to max then yeah good luck trying to see your family grow right that's that's, that's not cool got pretty deep that got pretty deep pretty yeah. quick is that too deep for our podcast um, I think it's relative we are though. talking tough true so you know sometimes you've got to get a little deep yeah indeed and that's uh, becomes more real when you look at it that way and if you do if you're not doing things that can take you closer to your goals of whatever you value most. So if it is spending time with the kids, um, you know, in your ripe old age of 80, 90, whatever you want to be, you want to live to, then you best do something now to, to put that in motion because you're going to leave it too late. It's going to be 10, 15, 20 times harder, maybe 100 times harder. Who's quantified? What time that? am I going to go to bed when I'm 90? Because like, I already go to bed at 9 o'clock now. Like, yeah, that is that mean... 6 p.m. <laughs> but I saw in the paper today, actually, just... Brief. I don't really read papers much, but I actually saw the headline saying that people are living well past night. Well, they believe that um, life expectancy by 2030 will be well over 90 for the majority of people. I don't know what country you'll that, be, I didn't read. Will you be 90? 2030, yeah. I'll be... Uh, <laughs> pushing the bound. Pushing the what are we now? 2017? 48? I'll be 40, yeah. Oh. 38, 38. 47. 42, yeah. Mate, that's big. It's big. It's not that bad. It's not that far away, it's really. It's only 13 it? years away. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Well, hopefully we live to a 90 and we can have uh... so I'll, I'll, I'll only just be halfway there by that time. You've got another whole life to live then. It's quite positive, isn't it, really? Yeah, really good. Seems like there's loads of... I'll probably be like a quarter of the way as well. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got loads of life. There's yeah. loads more of me left. Oh, what a great oh, thought God. to finish on. Yes. Uh, so... Talking tough, got a little bit deep today. Hope you don't mind that, guys. Uh, 
don't really care if you do mind it because it's out there now, so you can have to no listen anyway. anyway. Um, if we're should... up to three listeners now, though, that's three people that have heard us go deep. Me, you, and someone else. Well, probably your dad when he picks us up from the airport. Yeah, he <laughs> and we play it to him. Listen to this. You will like it. Right, peace! I think we should end up, actually, before we go. I just went peace. A, I know, but it's a Spanish episode, so oh, okay. how do you end up? Uh, dos que me libro, por favor. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, adios. <laughs>